The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon to Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. So head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for 20% off your order and free shipping. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network i'm talent jenkins joined with our hosts we got ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight doing pretty good we got another full slate of hockey here six games on wednesday we got seven games on thursday to talk about we got the men's olympic hockey starting up we got the women's hockey going into the quarterfinals here so plenty of hockey action going on around the globe uh, I'm pretty tired, you know, it's another night <laughs> staying up watching Olympics, but Lindsay Jacobellis, 10 to 1, plus 1,000 winner in the ski cross or snow cross, so that's awesome. The Olympic bets are coming in strong, which is good because I did not have a good night betting hockey, but, you know, money's money no matter where it comes from. I think everybody, including ourselves and everybody in the Slack group, had a tough go last night. But, boys, what do you do when you fall off the horse? You fucking get back on the horse. And that's what we're going to be doing on this show. Now, before we get going, uh, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, That's where you get all your sick info for hockey, basketball, college hoops. uh, Super Bowl is coming up this weekend. We got the Waste Management Open teeing off probably today when you're listening to this. Uh, Hockey, Olympics, all the cool shit going on there. You know, it's a good way to kind of... You know, learn some new stuff about sports you're not really too accustomed to, not that acclimated with. Uh, I've won a lot of money betting college hoops this year, and I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to basketball. So check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, It's definitely some good information there. And, uh, of course, gentlemen, shout out to everybody in our Slack group. Like I said, we had a rough night last night. Everybody had a rough night last night. But we're going to make it up, and that fucking Slack group is going to be firing off. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack group, especially the Hockey Channel. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in that Slack group. 
Yeah, the Slack group's great. And uh, I want to pump up the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast app. I mentioned it at the end of the last show. I didn't want to put that number out there because I thought it was wrong. But there's a, they're giving away $100,000 for the Ooh. Super Bowl Props Contest if you go 10 for 10 in the prop questions. That's it's all you got to do. I mean, it's 10, 10 for 10. You win $100,000. It seems kind of insane. But go ahead there. It's uh, sg.pn slash app. Download it. There's a contest tab. You can get all, all, the, all the picks, all the content as well. Every single podcast on the network is on there. So definitely check out the SGPN app. And now we we have a uh, Hockey Gambling Podcast Twitter account. We've had this for a little bit now. At Hockey SGPN. We're tweeting out clips, tweeting out some uh, some stuff here and there. So make sure you follow us there. And, of course, subscribe, follow, rate, review. Give us a five-star rating. Enter our giveaway for a, for a player shirt, player jersey if we get enough. Uh, subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on Apple at SG.PN slash hockey. And on Spotify at sg.pn slash hockey s. And leave those reviews, guys. Like, come on, it's, it's always a lot of fun hearing what you're saying. You know, even it could be like, yo, you guys stink. Quit giving us loser bets like last week. That's okay. Just leave the goddamn review. Um, all right. We'll, uh, we'll jump right into our, uh, our last week's Mortal Lock discussion. It was a tough week for everybody, uh, but it was a tough week for one gentleman on the show in particular. And this doesn't happen often, ladies and gentlemen. So, Jolie, kick us off. How the hell do you do in your lock dogs and totals? Ah, oh, bloody awful, mate. Um, <laughs> missed them off. Minus four units. Uh, yeah, though I'm convinced that Boston was the right side there. They they were the better team than the Penguins. But, uh, you know, Crosby scored a nice goal and got them back in the game. Uh, two quick ones, I think, in a minute. So, they tied it at 2-2 and... Uh, Boston had their chances, but they just couldn't bury it. And every Pittsburgh chance they seem to score on. So once again, Boston goaltending fails them. Uh, but I would make that bet 10 times out of 10 again. So it doesn't matter. Process is good. Trust the process. Uh, my dog was a, a parlay. And of course, I'm punished because I don't only do this, but I needed to find a dog. So I, I bet the Canes and the Knights plus 169. Uh, Canes were awful. Uh, they didn't show up. For the Sens game, they're still, uh, I don't know, disappointed or shitty or whatever after beat or uh, losing to the Leafs. So, yeah, that was a bad bet. Own that. And another bad bet was the Jets and the Wild over six. Uh, yeah, was there like one or two goals altogether? That was, that was rough. Um, not a good look there, but it'll get better. Uh, yeah, go on, boys. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I hit my lock. I had the Golden Knights at minus one ten, pretty good price there. They uh, shut out the Oilers in Edmonton for nothing, so that was an easy win there. Unfortunately, my uh, dog was the Minnesota Wild on the puck line. They they could not score. It was a two nothing Jets win, as Joel as Joel said. So that was a loss. And then I had the uh, Hurricane Senators under six. I didn't think. Ottawa would score more than two goals. They ended up scoring four and a 4-3 win. Hurricane scored a uh, a late one with less than less than two minutes left to make it 4-3 and and kind of screw that push there. But, you know, one and two, I'll take it. We're going to move on here. All right. For my luck, I had the Minnesota Wild against the Winnipeg Jets money line, paying off minus 140. Uh, apparently, Minnesota decided, hey, we're going to go into Winnipeg and not score any fucking goals. Uh, to be fair, that was essentially a one nothing game. And then I think... Uh, Winnipeg got two empty netters to make it a three nothing final, but that's still bullshit. You know? And we talked about it on the show too. We're like, why is Minnesota paying off only minus one forty against Winnipeg? Sometimes Vegas knows, man. And I think uh, 
I think this is one of those cases where Vegas happened to have known. Um, for my dog, uh, I did hit that actually at New Jersey money line against Montreal, paying out plus one hundred five. At the time of puck drop, New Jersey was actually bet to. Uh, I think if they were paying off like minus one fifteen or something, so they got bet to being the favorite. Uh, that was a Sherlock. Montreal is absolutely fucking terrible. Maybe something we'll get into later on in the show. Who knows? Uh, for my total, though, I had Arizona-Vancouver under 5.5, paying off minus 120. Uh, Vancouver decided, hey, we're going to show up and just beat the fucking wheels off of uh, off of a shitty Arizona team. They ended up winning 5-1. And that still sucks because they only missed by like half a goal, I guess, on that. But, hey, what can you do? They gave up uh, three goals in the second period. And that's the worst, too. Zero goals in the first period. I was thinking good, man. I was like, okay, 0-0 going into the second. This should be a sure thing. Nope. Got absolutely crushed. So that was upsetting. Went one for three on the uh, on the day. As far as total units go, I lost 1.95 units. Ryan lost, you know, minus 0.19. So hey, that's uh that's pretty good, buddy. We're we're moving in the right direction, I guess, if you could say that. And uh, Joel lost. <laughs> Joel lost four units. I think for the first time all year. Holy shit, buddy! I don't know if you can bounce back from that. It's comeback season. All right, boys, we'll jump into our NHL news and discussion topics here. There's actually been a little bit going around the league since the last uh, last time we talked a couple of days ago here. And it looks like Brad Marchand has been suspended six games for being Brad Marchand. He uh, was being a total fucking bully to Tristan Jari. And I got to be honest with you, boys, I thought it was fucking hilarious. There's a lot of heroes out there being like, oh, oh, disrespectful, bad for the game. It's straight up fucking funny, dude. Did you see him knock the fucking puck off Jari's stick when he tried to give it to a fucking fan? (laughs) Absolutely incredible. I don't know what you guys thought about it, but even as a Leafs fan, I thought that was some of the funniest fucking shit I've seen in a long time. Yeah, you remember when he was uh, shit-talking Panarin and and Panarin threw his glove at him and Marshan said, oh, it's only, only talk, why can't you take that? This is exactly what happened with Jari. Jari said something to him at the end of the game. Marshan just completely went off on him, punched him, punched him in the, in the head with the mask on. So I'm not sure what he was trying to get, get out of there. But and then he speared him up, up in the chest. A guy like Marshan, he's going to be suspended for that. He's a repeat offender. Uh, six games. Some people may say it's a bit too many, but I mean, you, they want to protect goalies like like NFL wants to protect quarterbacks. So so it, it makes sense to me. Yeah, Marshawn was just expressing uh, exactly what I was feeling watching that game. Um, <laughs> Boston should have won it, and uh, they were going to lose it. So he took it out on poor uh, Jari there. But, yeah, that, that that that's a little much. But I guess his history uh, dictates he gets uh, a few more games than your average player would. But, yeah, yeah, it, it's good for the game, I think, in the end. You know, there's people <laughs> talking about it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, no harm, no foul as far as I'm concerned. For anyone that hasn't seen the clip, he pretty much just came out of nowhere and gave a little love tap, kind of a soccer punch to Tristan Jari's head, who is the goaltender for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Skating by after, he even kind of whacked him in the head with his stick, which is pretty fucking hilarious. And like we talked about earlier, uh, Tristan Jari is trying to give the puck to a uh, Pittsburgh fan in the crowd. And Marchand came and knocked the puck off his stick, took it, skated to center ice, and then shot it away. absolutely unbelievable it's like when there's like i I don't know actually i shouldn't say that it's like when you're bullying a nerd but like you're not the one bullying somebody else is and like it's kind (laughs) of funny but you don't want to laugh you know i don't know shouldn't say that don't cancel me on twitter uh we do not we we do not condone bullying on this podcast no no Eh, some people ask for it 
but like <laughs> by standard, it's okay. Uh, moving down to the next note here, uh, keeping things going in Boston. It looks like Tuka Rask has officially announced his retirement again. Gentlemen, what do you think here about the uh, the fake out retirement second time around here for Tuka? It's it's unfortunate for Bruins fans. It looks like they were finally coming to uh, appreciate Tuka Rask, who's been underappreciated there for years. It's unfortunate to see him, him go, go down like that. I saw someone say, as a Boston fan, it reminded them of Dustin Pedroia with the Red Sox. But you know what? Fuck Boston. They they've they've won enough. They can uh they can have they had their time. That's all they need. So it's bad timing for them. It looked like they were kind of turning a corner. So having Rask retire, having Marshand suspended at the same time, also dealing with injuries to one of the other best players. We're we'll good on that later. So tough to see a goalie go out like that. But if it's if it's what's best for him, it's what's best for him. Right. Yeah. He got injured again. Right. So uh, you can understand it. He's a uh, maybe he had a a good time on his time off, and he wants to go back to that quiet life instead <laughs> of uh, being booed by the the angry Boston fans. Um, yeah, that puts Boston in a tough spot because they gotta they gotta hope that Linus Allmark steps up for the rest of the season in the playoffs because they're gonna need some better goaltending if they're gonna win anything. Uh, they're not gonna get it done with uh, what he's put on so far and. Uh, yeah, good for Rask. I guess uh, he had a good career there. And he didn't really win a cup because it was all about uh, Tim Thomas. But yeah, he, he still he still made the playoffs or the Stanley Cup final, won a couple of Eastern Conference finals. So yeah, he, he's an awesome goalie. And uh, yeah, Bruins fans should celebrate him whether they like him or not. Yeah, you hit uh, you hit the nail right on the head there, man. It's I don't. I guess every other fan base talks about this. I don't know why the fuck the Bruins fans have not really been the biggest Tuka Rask fan over the years. Obviously, I know Tim Thomas brought them a lot of success, but like, guys, Tuka Rask is a better goalie than Tim Thomas. Uh, one other side note here, boys, Mark Andre Fleury to Boston. I don't know how they're gonna fit it under the cap. I think they only have like two million dollars in cap space, so it's definitely stupid and probably not gonna happen. But that would be absolutely fucking incredible. If Flower went and won a cup in Boston. Yeah, you, you have to think that the Bruins are going to be in that goalie market, right? Yeah, they would have to be. Like, what they currently have, Swayman and Allmark aren't going to get it done, man. And this is a team that, like, you know, I hate to say it, but it's going to be a reality check, man. Like, you only got a couple more years of Bergeron. You only got a couple more years of fucking Marchand. I don't know what the cupboards are looking like in Boston. I imagine not too great. Like, you're going to need more than Pasta and McAvoy in the future, right? So maybe it's... Uh, it's do or die right now for Boston. They need a fucking goalie. All right, moving down here. Some big news out of Montreal. The tire fire just gets even more interesting. Uh, Montreal Canadiens have officially fired Dominique Ducharme, and they have hired Martin St. Louis as an interim head coach. Absolute beauty, Martin St. Louis. Good fucking Canadian kid. Five foot nothing. Two million goals scored in his NHL career. Zero, I know, I guess one Stanley Cup. Still an absolute beauty, though. What do you guys think about this play? I fucking love Martin St. Louis. We talked about it earlier. Does he have any coaching experience whatsoever? I'm just looking at his Wikipedia right now. Um, and on January 21st, 2019, he was a special teams consultant for the Blue Jackets, working alongside John Tortorella. And um, he's now the interim head coach of the Canadians, which is kind of interesting to see him be interim, not as someone that was already 
in the system there. And also, it looks like they're bringing back, uh, getting the band back together with all those Lightning guys. They're going to bring on Vincent LeCavier as some sort of assistant to the GM there. So maybe they'll just get all, get, get all the guys back together up in Montreal. Yeah, if you can't beat them, you beat them, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, Martin St. Louis, he's a beauty. Like you said, uh, class acts. Very stylish player. I love how he played. Uh, very intelligent. High IQ. He could always fit the pass right where he wanted it. Um, we'll see how he does as a coach, but uh, it can't get any worse than what the Canadians have been this year. So uh, we'll see how he uh, turns this ship around. Uh, I, I still think it was a mistake firing Claude Julien, but uh, maybe this is where it all circles around. They get this this uh, legend to captain the ship and make the Canadians a good team again. But I guarantee you the first and only thing that he's going to do is going to show up and everybody in Montreal is going to be wheeling out on the ice with fucking bright yellow Eastern Synergy sticks like it's fucking 2006 all over again. <laughs> that thing was absolute money. Yo. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses, including bet $5 to win $400 in free bets. Also, be sure to check out all of WinBet's build-your-own-bet boosted same-game parlays heading into the NFL Divisional Round weekend. Most boosts fall between 10 to 15% of the original price. There's great promos, odds, and payouts. are all happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Okay, gentlemen, we got a seven-game slate here on Thursday. Uh, the date itself will be February the 10th. Are you guys ready to rock and roll here or what? Let's do it. Right on. Kicking things off uh, at the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself is in Buffalo. Uh, Columbus on the money line paying off minus 110. Buffalo on the money line paying off minus 115. Over-under is currently set at 6. Over paying off minus 110. The under as well, minus 110. Boys, how the fuck is Buffalo favorited to win this game? Uh, to me, this makes absolutely no sense. Like, I know Columbus has been playing like shit lately, but like, there's no way that they're worse than the goddamn Buffalo Sabres. I I feel like this might be another play like Minnesota last week, but like I kind of got a ride with Columbus here, yo. Give me the fucking jackets on the money line paying off minus 110. Yeah, the, the jackets just just went into D.C. and beat them uh, 5-4 in their first game back on Tuesday. This will be Buffalo's first game back, so maybe you get some of that rust there, and Columbus is already kind of feeling good about themselves. So you said that the line's kind of confusing there. Uh, Columbus won in Buffalo 7-4 back in November. Columbus has now won three of their past four games, including that win in D.C. Buffalo's lost three of their past four with the only win coming against Arizona, who's not very good. So, yeah, you got to go with CBJ here on the uh, on the money line at, what, what minus 110. 
I agree. Uh, Blue Jack is a better team. Not sure why it's a pick them. I guess maybe it's because Craig Anderson is in net instead of uh, whatever other bums they've been putting back there lately. Um, that said, it's just a, it's just a better team. And uh, the Jackets have proven they can score. They got some they got some finishers. Even Patrick Lyon is part of a few, uh, finally. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just a bad goaltending game. I don't, I don't buy into Craig Anderson's return. His number is still better than... Uh, uh, Dell and uh, you're a Kai guy there, but uh, it's not going to be good enough to hold back the Jackets. I like them, but uh, best of all, I like the over because the Blue Jackets are are awful at defending, and uh, Merzlikens has not had a good season, uh, barely holding at .9 state percentage, and uh, goals against average of 3.41. Um, yeah, I like goals in this game. I like this to be sloppy, just mistakes all over the ice. And uh, that includes in net. So uh, give me the over six at minus 110 as the stronger play. But also uh, might bet Columbus as well. Yeah, I'm seeing here it'll be Dustin Tokarski in net, who hasn't been great this season. 904 save percentage, 327 goals against. Even better. He only allowed three to the Avs, but I mean, yeah, go for the over and uh, the Jackets. All right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. Uh, Pittsburgh on the money line, paying off minus 210. Ottawa on the money line, plus 180. Pittsburgh on the puck line, paying off plus 125. The over-under is set at 6. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Joel, what are you thinking here? Well, I'm scared to do it, but I uh, got to fade the Sens again. Uh, <laughs> they can't. They can't win three in a row, right? Uh, this is a team that shows up in random spots and wins as a big dog, but uh, I don't think they can do it twice in a row again. I know they did it. Uh, what was the last month against uh, the Bruins and some other team? But it's not going to happen this time. The Pittsburgh Penguins are a much better team. I'm hoping they don't have a little letdown after beating the Bruins, but uh, you just got to take the Penguins here. Uh, I like them on the puck line. Minus one and a half, plus 125. Um, I'm hoping Jari's in the net if he's in. Yeah. Full send. If not, maybe uh, a little more hesitant. But if if full starters play, then uh, yeah, I'm all over Pittsburgh here. Uh, it's an awesome, awesome team this year. They're rolling even without Malkin most of the time. Uh, great away record too. And yeah, just just take the better team here and uh, uh, yeah, take the puck line minus one and a half. You got the pesky Sens here at home against the Penguins. Already beat them at home once back in November 6-3. Pittsburgh did beat them at home uh, 6-4 a few weeks ago on January 20th. I kind of like the Sens here at uh, at, at plus 180. Matt yes, Murray yeah. has been playing a lot well, recent, a lot better recently. He's made four last four starts, allowed two goals or fewer in all four of them, including a shutout against Buffalo, two goals against Edmonton, two goals against Carolina. So he might be turning a corner there. I, I like the Sens here at plus 180. I feel like it's a, a decent price for them. Boys, there's four reasons why I fucking absolutely love the Sens in this game, okay? Number one, Matt Murray revenge game. Let's go. He's going to shove it up the Penguins hoop. Go fuck yourself. Number two, it's fucking cold in Ottawa. And the Sens are still on a heater, baby. They're looking to make it 3-0. and Number three, boys, the truckers are still there. Pittsburgh's going to be in a fucking hotel downtown. They're going to get no sleep. They're going to be honking. They're going to be singing about Jesus or something crazy. These guys are going to get fucking absolute zero sleep 
And number four, and the most important reason, if Tristan Jari plays, he's still rattled, baby. Brad Marchand's in his kitchen cooking up steaks. He closes his eyes. All he sees is Marchand's stick and fist coming at him. How the fuck is he going to go in and play a game against Ottawa? I know they're not the greatest team, but they got offense. Fucking Stutzel's absolutely incredible. Connor Brown's coming back. Return of my boy. Boys, Penguins are done, so they don't stand a fucking chance. Love the Sens plus 180 home dogs here. Let's fucking go, baby. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Washington Capitals against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Washington money line paying off uh, minus 210. Montreal on the money line plus 180. Uh, Washington on the puck line paying off plus 115. The over under is set at 6. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Boys, do we have a case of, you know, Montreal getting a little bit of a new coach bump here? I don't think so. Give me Washington on the puck line, plus 115. The Habs are fucking shit. I'm going to keep fading them until they give me a reason not to. And truth be told, I don't think they're going to give me a reason not to. As I brought up last show, this team is on pace to get 13 wins this year. That's absolutely fucking horrible. Give me caps on the puck line. Is, is Ovechkin back? Probably not. I think he's is he still injured or something? Sh- I think he came back last game, actually. Oh, well, fuck. There you go. I love it even more. Give me uh, give me Washington on the puck line and also probably Washington team total as well. Give me the over. Yeah, you, you got to take Washington here whatever way whatever way you can. Uh, the Devils went into Montreal without Jack Hughes, beat, beat them 7-1. I think they're on the second half of a back-to-back as well uh, after playing in Ottawa. So the Capitals with Ovi back. Uh, Oshie's still out, but they got... Ovi back, hopefully. They got all their defensemen back. It's going to be either Caden Primo or Sam Antimbo for the Canadians. Even with the new coach, I don't think that's going to help them too much. Washington beat them 6-3 back in November. Most of their recent wins have been by a few goals. They beat Dallas 5-0. Montreal just lost 7-1, 6-3, 7-2, 8-2. Like, it's, going to, it's going to be a blowout here for Washington. So team total, puck line, maybe even just the game total over as well. Yeah, I think the uh, Washington team total is, is probably the, the most likely bet I'll make here. Uh, it's 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 tough to uh, back the Canadians at all, even with their new coach. Uh, you never know what can happen though with the, that old dead cat bounce. But yeah, they're, they're just an awful team. Um, they're going to be running away with the best chance to get the number one pick. Uh, we all thought that was the Coyotes, but it turns out the Canadians are going to outshit them. So, yeah, there's not much to say here. Uh, capitals on the on the puck line, I guess, team total. Uh, yeah, it is, the, the power play is going to be lethal. Ovechkin's, he's got to be raring to go. Uh, yeah, yeah, all, all caps here. Uh, no case of the dog. All right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston. Uh, Carolina on the money line, paying off minus 105. Boston on the money line, minus 115. Over-under currently sitting at 6. Both over-under, paying off minus 110. Uh, Ryan, take it away here, dude. What do you got? You know, this should be a really good game. You look at the two teams. You got Carolina and you got Boston. But then we already talked about it. Marshawn suspended. You got Patrice Bergeron out. He has a head injury. Their goalie situation isn't great. Carolina is, is pissed off after back-to-back losses come out of the break. Two, four, three losses. They outshot Ottawa 45-31. Still couldn't get the job done, even though they came back late in the third. 
Boston's lost to Pittsburgh despite outplaying them, but I feel like them without Bergeron and Marchand are this completely different team. They got Eric Hall on the top line. Their second line is DeBrus Coyle Smith. Bottom six is just even worse. So Carolina is pretty much healthy. Carolina went into, into Boston a few weeks ago and beat them seven one. They also beat them at home back in October three nothing. So I feel like I feel like Carolina here on the money line at, at minus one five is kind of a steal. I had a good run there betting Boston games, but uh, that run has ended. Uh, I think I've lost the last four bets last uh, times I bet Boston. Uh, and I got it. I got it. Go against them here with the Canes. Uh, Ryan laid it out. There's just it's hard to back the Bruins when they're back when they're down two of their best players and Bergeron and Marchand. Uh, yeah, we've spoken a lot about the goaltending. It's not there in the Canes. They're coming off of a rough road trip in Canada. I think they want to get back on the winning track. I don't think that they they should be dogs in this game. So, yeah, minus one of five. I love that bet. Uh, they should be able to limit Boston's chances and capitalize on their weak goaltending. Yeah, yeah, all Carolina here. Yeah, you guys both touched on it here. You know, no Marchand, no Bergeron for Boston. Goaltending has been an issue with this team this season. And how do you not take Carolina, man? I know that you touched on it again. They've struggled on that Canadian road trip they had. But, uh, boys, Freddie Anderson's playing absolutely fucking unbelievable hockey this year. 24-6-1 record, uh, 2.07 goals against average, a .927 save percentage and one shutout on the year. With those numbers, man, how do you not ride Carolina? And I know last time these teams played, I said, hey, I saw Freddie get fucking lit up by Boston for four straight years as a Leaf, even though he played great fucking hockey. And then they went in and they beat him 7-1 last time they played, which is only like two or three weeks ago. Give me the fucking Canes here, man. There's no, I shouldn't say there's no way they don't win this game. But like, come on, bro. Carolina's a fucking powerhouse. Obviously, they're struggling, but they can prove it. It's going to be a good game, though. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. You can win as much as $15,000 with just one entry, and this Saturday they even have a $40,000 contest. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NFL playoffs are in full swing, and prop swappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona, who on Sunday night sold his $50 49er Super Bowl ticket for $500 on PropSwap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into $500. The buyer got great odds, and the seller made 10 times his bet. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, 
There's a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale. They have a loyalty rewards program that that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash. And there's a first deposit deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. So what are you waiting for? Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. Uh, moving down to the APM slot here, we got the New Jersey Devils against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Uh, New Jersey on the money line paying off, plus 230. St. Louis on the money line paying off, minus 270. Uh, St. Louis puck line paying off, minus 110. The over-under currently sitting at 6. Over paying off, minus 105. The under, minus 115. Oh, fuck, dude. After what we've seen out of New Jersey the past couple games, I know they showed up for me last week or last show, rather, but they were playing fucking Montreal, dude. Like, this has to be a Blues game. This is a sneaky good St. Louis team. The truth be told, not a lot of people are talking about, and maybe some people should be talking about them a bit more. Uh, Give me the Blues on the puck line and Blues team total. Over. Yeah, you said it. It's gonna gonna be all blues here. I mean, the Devils did have that big win in in Montreal, but they're not gonna do the same thing in St. Louis, where the Blues are seventeen five and two at home. Devils are six fifteen and two on the road. It's gonna be uh, either Nico Dahls or John Gillies for the Devils, both of which are uh, not very good goal goaltenders. I believe Jack Hughes is likely to still be out on the COVID list. They're still missing Dougie Hamilton. So you, you got to go with the uh, Blues on the puck line here. I like them. Their last four wins have all been by two or more goals. Devils' last three losses were by two or more goals. And you know what? Billy Huso is kind of taking over the starter's job there. He has a 9-4-1 save percentage, 1.9 goals against. So if he starts, I like him even more. Even with Bennington, I feel like with him being a hothead, he can still handle this Devils team without Jack Hughes and their, their top players. So I like the Blues here at home on the puck line. That's the sound of a pass game. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. What? Uh, but that said, if anything, I like the Devils here. Uh, what? Yeah. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, Stop yeah. it. No, no, no. No. The blues, the blues are overrated. You, you said that they're underrated. They're overrated. Uh, they, they've been scoring some lucky goals all season long. Uh, Cole Tanning is, I don't believe in Billy Huso. Bennington... <laughs> He's not uh, who he was that one season. They won the cup. Uh, the Devils, I know they're a bad team, but uh, it's, it's a little sneaky play, a little sneaky play. Uh, um, yeah, the Blues are the bottom six in both expected goals for and expected goals against since Christmas. They are uh, they're struggling. I know they're better at home, but still, uh, the Devils can come in here and uh, – Maybe get a bit of an upset. Plus 230, I don't mind that. Maybe plus one and a half, minus 110. Uh, like I said, I'm passing, but uh, if I had to play it, I would play the Devils. Buddy, Brett Hall is going to fucking Kool-Aid man <laughs> through your wall right now. Knock your ass out and just crush like 15 Bud Lights over your body. Can't believe you, you just said the, that. I did just glance at the Blues uh, uh, nerd stats here. Since Christmas, they they had the third worst expected goals for percentage, better than only Montreal and Buffalo. That's what I'm saying. That's and what I'm saying. O- overall, this overall this season they had the sixth worst, only better than Columbus, the Rangers, Arizona, Montreal, and Buffalo. So, I, I still like them here at home against the shorthanded Devils team. But Joel may be onto something here with uh, the Blues being a bit overrated. You guys are insane. Do you think Brett Hall cares about nerd stats? 
Fuck no. <laughs> is Brett Hall playing? Is, is it doesn't come out matter. Or something? He doesn't have to. He's going to be crushing pints watching this game in some million dollar mansion. You think even that's all you need to know right there? Mortgage the house on the blues. These guys are out of their fucking minds. Okay. Moving down to the 9 p.m. slot here, we got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, game itself is in Colorado. Boys, this is probably the game of the night. Obviously, that Boston Carolina game is going to be pretty solid, too. But this one has to be game of the night. Potential Stanley Cup Finals game, man. Uh, Tampa Bay on the money line, paying off plus 100. Colorado on the money line, paying off minus 120. Over under is currently set at 6. Uh, over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Joel, what do you got here, dude? Well, it's a shame that uh, McKinnon's out, still recovering from that uh, nasty injury suffered from uh, Taylor Hall there, ugly mug. Um, but <laughs> it's still going to be a good game. Uh, there's still loads of firepower, you know. Uh, we'll see if Kucherov comes back. I think he's questionable. Uh, hopefully he's out because uh, I want to win this game, uh, show the league who the real best team is. Uh, yeah, these games are always pretty I think the Lightning have had in the last few years. Uh, hard to beat them, of course. But I'm, I'm confident in this one. Uh, I think the boys rallied together without McKinnon. And uh, as long as we get some uh, goaltending from Kemper, he's been he's been fairly decent lately. Uh, he can match up with Vasilevsky uh, in this game. So I and you know what? It, it, at altitude, the Lightning they've they've been they've been off for uh, at least a week. So. They might be a little tired, and that altitude can can hurt you if you're not quite in uh, 100% shape. So I like the avalanche here at minus 120. I think this line will probably go up unless, of course, Kucherov is announced. And, um, yeah, the abs, the abs are just uh, they're a wagon, as they say. So, so abs all the way. So Joel's hoping for an injury to the Lightning's best player to keep <laughs> him out to, to show that the avalanche are the best team in the league. No, 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 no. You can beat him with Kucherov without him. Just saying. No, I know. Because, I mean, McKinnon's out too. So, like, it's, it's, if it'll be pretty equal kind of Kucherov that. But, I mean, he was questionable for conditioning. He he did practice. So, I feel like he should be playing here. This is a good game. It's, it's, uh, I would probably have to go with the dog here. The Lightning haven't really had an issue in in the altitude. They've won the past five meetings in Colorado. It was a good game start of the season. Colorado won 4-3 in a shootout in Tampa Bay on October 23rd. Both of these teams don't really mind having long layoffs. On three days rest or more, Tampa's 5-0-1, Colorado's 4-1-1. Both really good teams. Colorado still has that great home record at 22-2. I feel like this game may be looking to the under. People people like to see, like, oh, two, two really good teams, going to be high scoring and stuff. But Tampa's been playing three straight, 3-2 three, games. Colorado had a 3-2 loss to Arizona. They beat Buffalo 4-1. Maybe look at the under there, especially if uh, Kemper's starting to turn a corner. But I would have to lean Tampa Bay and and possibly take a uh, Joel pass here. I love that bet that you said, Ryan. I'm right with you on the fucking under at 6 plus 100, man. You know, these are two pretty solid offensive teams here. Obviously, we'd like to expect goals. No Nathan McKinnon. That kind of hurts the cause, though, man. And... You know what happened to me? This is like a playoff mindset attitude going into this game, right? And what do you do when you play playoff games? You know, you kind of lead a bit more defensively, right? Vasilevsky and Net, absolutely incredible. Uh, Kemper's been playing well lately, and Colorado's pretty damn good at controlling the puck. So it's hard to get scored on when you do have possession. I I like the under plus one hundred is my main play. If I had to pick a team, 
Dude, it's just so hard to pick against Colorado at home when they're 22-2 and two this year. No matter who they're playing, I would have to take Colorado as home uh, home favorites here, paying off minus 120 on the money line. But the under is my full play. Uh, moving down to the 9 p.m. slot here. Boys, I said last game might be the game of the night. I don't know. This one might bring it close here. We got I was the- waiting for that. I knew you were going to say we got the fucking red-hot Toronto Maple Leafs against the Calgary Flames. Game itself isn't boring, cold Calgary. Toronto on the money line, paying off minus 115. Calgary on the money line, minus 110. Over-under, currently set at 6. Over paying off minus 120. The under paying off minus 110. Boys, good news. Word around the team is that Austin Matthews is okay after that scare he had a couple days ago. He took a knee to the back of the head against Carolina. That sucked. Bad luck. Uh, it is what it is. Obviously, no intent. Shit happens in the game of hockey. But from uh, all news, he was skating uh, yesterday or today. I believe which one. But he should be good to go for this game. More and more reason to love the fucking Leafs, baby. Toronto Maple Leafs money line minus 115. I absolutely love that fucking play. Uh, I also, low key, I'm liking Toronto on the puck line here, boys. Paying off plus 190 against the fucking Flames. This is a good Leaf team, man, and they are firing on all cylinders here. And it's not like it's just coming from Matthews, man. It's coming from Marner as well. He's finally stepped up. I shouldn't say stepped up his game, but he's having a bit more puck luck than he was before. The guy's got, like, fucking, like, seven goals in the last six games or something crazy like that. Marner's been playing good. You would like to see more out of the Nylander-Tavares line, but, hey, what better place to do it than showing up in Calgary and getting some secondary scoring? Give me the fucking Leafs on the money line, but more importantly, give me the fucking Leafs on the puck line. When you said Austin Matthews had a scare, I thought like he saw his mustache in the mirror or something. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's OK, though. Uh, I, I got to agree with you here. I, I like I like Toronto here. They're 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 a wagon. They've won what six in a row. They've they beat Carolina out of the break. They're feeling good. Calgary also feeling good. Though. They won three before the break. They're up four nothing going into the third period against Vegas. So that really hasn't been an issue for them tonight. Uh, Calgary's four, two and one on no days rest. 4-1-0 after a win. But it's going to be Dan, Dan later in, in that because Markstrom's starting tonight. So that, that could be something to, to watch there. I don't really have too strong of a play on the side here. I would lean to the Leafs just because they're they're uh, more well-rested and I feel like a better team overall. But I do like the over. It's going to be the backup for Calgary. It's going to be Toronto has been scoring a lot. They've been giving up goals a lot as well. They gave up four to the Devils, four to the Detroit before the break. I can see Calgary putting up putting up three, this being like a 4-3, 5-4 game here for Toronto. Uh, the Canes have been playing some awesome hockey. Or the, did I say the Canes? The Flames have <laughs> been playing some awesome hockey. Uh, we're seeing that again tonight with the 4 nothing lead at the moment against the Knights. Uh, they're just, they're they're shooting like crazy. I mean, it seems like they have 40, 50 shots a night. It's pretty nuts. Uh, I don't know if it's sustainable or not. But for now, it, it's pretty damn good. But the, the, the Leafs are uh, a much better team, and they're not on a back-to-back like the, the Knights were today. Um, they're coming in full bore. Uh, first game of a road trip. I love that angle. Um, they're, they want to get it off to uh, a good start. And Yeah, better team here. Minus 115. I like that. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's not full capacity in Alberta, these, these uh, crowds, but uh, that diminishes the home ice advantage, I guess you could say, but it doesn't matter. The Leafs are the better team. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, Marner's been awesome, like you said, Tom, uh, since he came back. He's been uh, playing like he 
uh, is almost worth his mega $12 million contract or whatever the hell it is. Uh, uh, yeah, he's been he's been setting up goals. He's been scoring goals. The power play's flying around. Uh, penalty kill, he's awesome there too. So all over the Leafs here at only minus 115. I think that line would go up a lot. All right, boys, that pretty much covers our Thursday slate here. Uh, we do have four games on Friday, and currently we do have some odds to actually go off of, so that's always fucking cool shit. Uh, we'll kick things off here at the 8.30 p.m. slot. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Uh, Winnipeg on the money line paying off plus 110. Dallas minus 140. Uh, over under currently sitting at 5.5. Oh, fuck. Like, yeah, after you want to take Dallas, right? But after seeing that bullshit that just happened against, you know, Minnesota yesterday, I don't know. Now the Jets aren't at home with this game. I got it. You got to take Dallas. Give me Dallas on the money line minus 140. Fuck Winnipeg. They're trying to give you hope. You can't lull me in that Izzy, baby. Fuck the Jets. Fuck Shifley. Fuck Dubois. Fuck Hellebuck. Fuck them all. Uh, yeah. I like I like, I like Ehlers. But fuck them all. <laughs> Well, yeah, Ehlers is injured, so you really have no one on the ice to to <laughs> to to like there. I mean, Dubois and Pianc look like they're still on the COVID list. So you got to go with the Stars here at home, where they are 16-6-1. Winnipeg is 8-9-6 on the road. So maybe don't look at a regulation play. Look at a money line play there. Yeah, I mean, Winnipeg got, got a win, but we saw them get a win after a, a six-game losing streak, and then they lost to the Flyers right afterwards. So I like them going into Dallas. Dallas on a... Wednesday night tonight they beat Nashville, kind of upset them for us, even though they were they were close to being favorites. So Dallas at home is kind of kind of a scary team. They have they have two kind of good goalies there and, and Braden Holtby and Jake Ottinger. It doesn't really matter who starts for them. Maybe Hellebuck turns a corner here after that shutout against Minnesota, but I feel like Dallas here at uh minus one forty three is the play. You know that uh, Spider-Man meme where they're both looking at each other like uh, the same person? Pointing the fingers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's this game. <laughs> the Jets look like world beaters one night and then like total shitheads the next. And the same thing goes for the Stars. <laughs> they're just the same team, basically. Uh, so you never know what you're going to get. That might lead you to say, oh, I might as well take the plus money there. If, uh, same kind of deal. You're just uh, banking on some luck. and. Uh, hoping that your team actually shows up that game. But I, I'm going to take the Stars here. They just got the better numbers. They're the healthier team. Minus 143, I think, is a good line. So, uh, yeah, like, say, minus 155 or better, I, I like the Stars here. I'm uh, just hoping that talent shows shows up and uh, they, they, they play like the good team they are. And uh, they don't have another down, letdown game. Man, I'm telling you right now, Jets fly pretty high. But stars are higher, baby. Let's go fucking Dallas on the money line. You can't get higher than a star, baby. Let's fucking go. Over, over five and a half, too, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. They're over, exactly. We're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app, and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com SGPN. 
That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash S-G-P-N. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. <laughs> all right, moving down to the 9 p.m. slide here. We got the New York Islanders against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. We got an orange game here, folks. Don't see that too often. Uh, New York on the money line paying off plus 110. Edmonton on the money line minus 143. Over under currently sitting at six. Uh, yeah, after Edmonton's probably looking for a bounce back win here, right? After that shit kicking that they got against or took against Vegas. Uh, Islanders, are they playing tonight right now? Yeah, they're up 5-1. Yeah, so they're cruising through. Holy shit, the end of the first cruising through Vancouver. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I want to take the Oilers, I guess, at home, you'd hope. Yeah, you would think the Oilers are, are hopefully, they look like they were turning a corner before the break. They won 5 of 6 with a loss to Ottawa in overtime in there. Since the All-Star break, though, they've been outscored 8-1 by Vegas and Chicago. I mean, Mike Smith started both of those games. Mike Smith is not very good. Uh, Koskinen, I think, is still in COVID protocol. If he comes out of it, that's just even more reason to take them. But it's it's tough here because the Islanders, you never really know who they are or what they're going to be. They should be better than they have been, but they... And maybe they're showing that tonight in uh, Vancouver, but Vancouver's on a back-to-back. Edmonton's going to be uh, be rested here. I don't think Edmonton should be this big of favorites against the Islanders, given how they've performed so far since their break. So I would lean to the plus money on the Islanders, but I don't really have a have a have a play here. Uh, yeah, like uh, you were saying there, Ryan. Uh, Oilers were playing a lot better uh, once they got Kane, especially. Uh, Guess they want to create a congenial atmosphere for him before he goes off again. But for this game, well, the way the Islanders are playing now, they're totally uh, dummying the Canucks. So if if they play like this, they'll they'll be able to handle the Oilers. Although the Oilers, they did play fairly well again today against the Blackhawks. They were just a bit unlucky. That's just been the theme of their games. Uh, ever since they had that ridiculous 50% power play percentage. But... Yeah, the problems are in net. That's a huge advantage for the Islanders. And at plus 110, I would lean that way as of this moment. Uh, you never know what's going to happen with uh, Mike Smith protecting your crease. Fuck, he's so bad. Uh, moving down to the 9.30 p.m. slot here. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona. Both teams on a back-to-back here. Uh, looks like Tampa. Actually, no, is Tampa even playing tonight? Or am I going crazy? No, they, they play tomorrow, though. They, they play. Yeah, there you go. That's what it is. So I'm going crazy, <laughs> and I'm right. Like I said, both teams are going to be on a back-to-back. Uh, like I said, Tampa on the money line is paid off minus 278. Uh, Arizona on the money line, plus 210. Uh, we don't currently have lines for the puck line out, but that's probably going to be your safest bet. Uh, over under currently sitting at six. Arizona stinks. Yo. Like, uh, Tampa has to beat the wheels off them, even if they're on a back-to-back, playing backup goalies, and no one really gives a shit. After what we've seen out of the Coyotes as of late, you have to take Tampa puck line, probably team total as well as your safe bet. Maybe even the over in the game. I could see them potting six themselves. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing Tampa puck line minus one and a half, minus 105. That's probably a good look there. 
but it's going to be a Brian Elliott special here with Vasilevsky almost definitely starting against Colorado. So look to the over here with uh, an Elliott versus uh, Vegmelka or, or, or Wedgwood or whoever starts for the Coyotes. Even though Tampa Bay hasn't really been scoring much before the break, I feel like they're going to come out of the break back-to-back against Colorado in Arizona. They're going to try to get, get going there. So, yeah, I like Tampa here, and I, and I like the over even more. Uh, well, the, the Lightning are going to be feeling it after uh, going to Denver and losing. They're going to be out of breath being high up in the mountains <laughs> there. And the Coyotes have been playing pretty damn well lately. Uh, even that game against the Canucks, they're a bit unlucky. I know they got they got bullied. Uh, what was it, six to one? Uh, but that that was a bit unlucky. The Canucks got a a string of three goals there. Where uh, yeah, it was some sharp shooting. But the Coyotes were in that game, very even game. Um, that said, they're beating the Kraken right now, and they're going to be going home fat and happy, and realizing that they want to start tanking otherwise uh they're gonna get like uh six or seven spot instead of one or two so maybe some guys get left out of the lineup and lightning come in and uh cruise all over them uh, i think the lightning lose against colorado and they take out their anger against the coyotes here uh, i don't have any other information for you i'm just going pure narrative uh, <laughs> knowing what i know about these teams and how they've been playing lately and uh, how they're scheduled for GX. So, yeah, lightning over the Coyotes, no hard choice there. Can we just take a second to pour one out for whoever poor soul is actually watching Arizona versus Seattle right now? <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> <God>. stinker. <laughs> All right, moving down to the 10 p.m. slot, the last game on the docket here. We got the Seattle Kraken, speaking of stinky, shitty teams, against the glorious, the golden the fucking Anaheim Ducks. Game itself was at the Quack Palace in Anaheim. Uh, Seattle on the money line is paying off plus 125. Anaheim on the money line, minus 161. Over under, currently sitting at 5.5. Ryan, bring us home here, bud. What do you got here? Uh, yeah, first of all, I want, I want to plug our uh, color ColorCast commentary for this game. You can download the ColorCast app. We're going to talk about it in the Slack. The details in there. So make sure you join the Slack channel, sg.pn slash Slack, and then go to the Hockey channel be all about it. you can also find us on twitter hockey sgpn reach out to me reach out to talon reach out to whoever we'll put you in the right direction but yeah talon you said it at the quack palace uh the ducks are 13 to 7 and 4 at home this season seattle's 6 13 and 2 on the road having a hard time with arizona tonight down to nothing late in the second period so they're just not a good hockey team we've talked about it many times here on this podcast big fans of the ducks here there'd be a lot of quacks going on in the slack channel i'm sure on friday night so Give them the Ducks and Trevor Zegers coming off that insane breakaway challenge goal at minus 161 on the money line. Right. Uh, we have the Ducks. They're going to have a lot of rest here, extended rest. Usually that that uh, it doesn't work out for those teams, but the Kraken are bad. I mean, they're losing 2 nothing right now to the Coyotes. And, uh, yeah, they, they got to be getting fed up with their goaltending. I mean, even when they play good games – Grubauer or Dreger, they always let up a couple bad ones, or more than a couple, more likely. Um, yeah, Ducks here, minus 161. I think that's a fair line. I would play them uh, up to minus 175-ish, I guess. But I I, it, I don't know. Do we all want to be on the same same side, or does one of us want to be a heel and bet the Kraken so we can uh, have some fun during our, our commentary? Uh, 
But uh, for me, I think that the Ducks are the side. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not betting the Kraken. We got the Quacks versus the Cracks on Friday night. Oh shit! Quacks versus the Cracks. I love that. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. If it's any other team that they were playing, if it's any other team, I would consider maybe being a crackhead. But I'm a fucking quackhead, dude. Till I fucking die. Give me the fucking ducks. And not only that, give me the ducks in regulation. I think they're going to beat the fucking wheels off Seattle at home in the Quack Palace here. Uh, what I'm looking at currently, Seattle is first in the league for shots on goal allowed, averaging per game, averaging 28.3. Uh, Anaheim's going to beat the fucking wheels off this team, boys. Holy shit. I love the ducks in this play here. Also, Ducks power play percentage sitting at uh, tied for eighth in the league at uh, 25%. Uh, and Seattle's penalty kill 24th in the league. So I kind of might be looking for a power play goal. If you can bet that, find a book that has it. I kind of like one. I, see, I know some of them only have like two power play goals or whatever that you can bet. Either way, I don't mind sprinkling a little bit on that. And fuck, if I had to play something else just randomly, just because we are going to be doing the color cast. Give me the fucking ducks on the opening draw. Let's fucking go, boys. <laughs> I'm 0-1 on this bet so far this year, but I fucking love it. We're going to be winning face-offs. We're going to be taking shots. We're going to be scoring power play goals. And most importantly, we're going to be fucking winning in re- regulation. Let's fucking go, ducks. Quack, quack, fuckity quack at the Quack Palace. All right, boys, that covers up our Thursday, Friday slate. We're going to move into our mortal locks, dogs, and totals here. Ah, shit. Joel, read off where we currently stand here, bud. Yeah, not too much changed. Uh, Talon, you're now at minus 13.55 units. Ryan's at minus 19.96, so he's uh, attempting that minus 20-unit mark. Uh, And myself, I fell off a little bit, too, or a lot of bit. Plus 7.81 units, down from uh, 11.81, of course, so... Yeah, you guys had a chance to really capitalize on my slipping up, but uh, didn't happen. So <laughs> <laughs> try try better next time. <laughs> All right, I'll kick us off here for our locks, dogs, totals, shit, boys. Uh, for my lock, I got the Columbus Blue Jackets, Moneyline versus the Buffalo Sabres. Boys, the Jackets were fucking good to me earlier on in this year. They dropped off. Obviously, they're not a great team. They're nowhere near being a contender. But, like, come on. How the fuck do you not beat Buffalo, the fucking shit-awful Sabres, the nerdy, lame Buffalo Sabres, the Buffa Slugs? Give me fucking Columbus money line paying off minus 110. Still don't understand how Buffalo is the favorite in that game. Uh, for my dog, we talked about it earlier. Oh, my God, I love this fucking play. Toronto Maple Leafs, puck line versus Calgary. They're going to win by two, three, hell, maybe even four. And it's paying off a hefty plus 190, man. I love that play. Give me the fucking Leafs winning by a dozen. Uh, And for my total, we talked about it earlier as well. Tampa Bay Columbus under six paying off plus 100. You know, a lot of people think this is going to be a shootout. And hell, it might be. Obviously, it has potential to be. But, you know, to me, this is a, this is a you know, potential playoff game here. And I think we're going to have some hard defensive uh, some hard defensive content, if you will, in this game. So give me the under six plus 100, Tampa, Colorado. All right, for my lock, I'm going with the uh, Hurricanes at only minus 105 in Boston. They won, they won in Boston 7-1 a few weeks ago, won at home 3-0. Bruins, we talked about it. Marshan suspended. Patrice Bergeron's out. 
Goaltender has to be great. So I feel like the Hurricanes there, minus 105 is a great price. Same thing, my dog, Capitals, minus one and a half on the puck line at plus 115. They're just going to go into Montreal and just completely destroy them. The Devils won 7-1. Capitals should win a blowout very easily there. For my total, I'm going Maple Leafs, Flames over six. You got a backup for the Flames, back-to-back for them. Toronto's been scoring goals at will. They've also been giving up some goals here. So I'm seeing a, seeing a, seeing a high-scoring game there in Calgary. That's where I'm going with my lock. I'm going to take uh, the Leafs at minus 115. Uh, this line will go up, so uh, I, I would advise taking it up to maybe minus 135-ish uh, or just uh, bet it in regulation or maybe a, a Leafs team total to go along with Ryan's total there over six. Um yeah, just the the much better team and the the Flames playing their bat, the weaker goalie in that for this one. Uh, it should be a, a Leafs advantage. And my dog, God help me, but I'm going against the Sens again. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh minus one and a half, plus one twenty-five. I'm a little wary about this one, but I, I just got to roll with the better team here, uh, expecting them to. Uh, Maybe not blow out, but win comfortably against the Sens after their their big win against the Canes. And my total is the Columbus Buffalo over six at minus one ten. Just fading two bad goalies, especially now that I learned that Toskarski's in net and awful defenses. And um, yeah, the Jackets have some snipers too, so uh, I think that there will be at least six goals in this game. Um, yeah. All right, boys, what do we got for consensus plays here? I I, I kind of like both of your locks and both of your dogs. Uh, yeah, I love all you guys' picks. So I feel all like all united. favorite locks. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, I lean to the Leafs. I feel like we got the Jackets. We got the Canes. We got the Leafs. I feel like we're all on the Capitals too, right? I mean, they're huge yep. favorites. but uh, Yeah, the puck so line there is there. an awesome play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, I love how we're just pumping our own tires here. Like, fuck, all of our picks are absolutely incredible. Burning off 0 for 9. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it, man. I think for consensus plays, like, fuck, just uh, if, you, if you're interested, tail it. And, uh, you know, I think we got a potential consensus uh, lock parlay you could do here with Columbus, Carolina, and Toronto all on the money line, no? Yeah, they're not bad prices at all. You got Jackets minus 110, Canes minus 105, Leafs minus 115. Pay a pretty penny there. Yeah, not bad. I like it. Uh, boys, before we get into the outro here, do you want to talk a, just touch a little bit more about that color cast we're doing? For anybody that doesn't know, uh, basically what it is is we kind of get to broadcast a game in a totally non-official you know, a non-official status. But if you tune in, there'll be us, you know, doing the commenting on the uh, – or the commentating rather on the fucking Seattle Anaheim game. So that is what a color cast is. I uh, will be coming at you with it. It'll be a lot of fun, you know. And like Ryan said, if you had any questions, reach out to him, myself on Twitter, join the Slack channel, ask him away in there. You know, we can uh, we can help provide any information you might need for that. Yeah, if you if you guys like the podcast, we'll be on there Friday night talking some shit, talking some live bets probably, making go going off some, some prop bets. It'll be, be a lot of fun going on there, especially with especially if the Ducks win there, get a lot of quacks going on. It'll be, be a great time. The game's at 10 p.m. on a Friday night. We're gonna Oof. be buckled, okay? So it's Oof. gonna be fucking. It's either gonna be an absolute train wreck or it's gonna be absolutely incredible. Either way, I think it'll be worth tuning into. 
All right, boys. Well, that pretty much wraps everything we got up here. Uh, by all means, we talked about it earlier. Go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, tons of sweet articles, tons of sweet picks and selections, as well as some fucking kick-ass Olympic coverage, man. Uh, hell, that's where I'm getting all of my picks, all of my info. I don't know shit about skiing, fucking. I don't, I don't even know what curling, whatever other Olympic sports are even a fucking thing. But, hey, there's people on this website that do. So go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Get your information there. Uh, as well as the Super Bowl this weekend, man. It's going to be tons of Super Bowl content coming out. Uh, lots of sick picks. By all means, go check it out for your information. And, uh, of course... Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel, especially the hockey channel, that group. Oh my god, it's an absolute fucking blast. If you're not in it, get your ass in it, especially on Friday if people are tuning into the Colorcast. You know we're going to be commenting in there probably live during the game. We might be stirring up some shit, stirring the pot. It'll be a good fucking time. Get your ass in the Slack group, man. If you're not in it, it's not hard to find. If you need help finding it, like we said earlier, reach out to myself and Ryan on Twitter. We'll be more than happy to push you that way. But of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. You said it. The Olympus coverage has been great. We got daily picks for whatever events going on. We got figure skating. We got short track speed skating. We got to lose. We got hockey. We got everything going on. We got daily Super Bowl content as well. Make sure you uh, mention at the top of the show. Check out the props contest. You go 10 for 10 in, our, in the uh, SGPN props contest. You can win $100,000. So make sure you download the SGPN app at sg.pn slash app. Can't really get much more simple than that. And also make sure you uh, subscribe and follow the Hockey Gambling Podcast on Apple and on Spotify. It's sg.pn slash hockey for Apple and sg.pn slash hockey s for Spotify. And leave those rating and reviews just like uh, Laney T did. Good show. Five stars. I gamble on hockey a lot and like to think of myself as a nerd for this stuff. I like to think I like to turn the show on and see what the guys are thinking on games. They definitely know their stuff when it comes to hockey. You know what? We, we, we got some nerd stats here and there. We got stuff going on. We got stuff for everyone out there. So uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the show, Laney. Keep those reviews coming. It, it pumps us up every time. Fuck yeah, that's sweet. I love that. I love how it's good show. That's fantastic. <laughs> that that <laughs> describes the show to a nutshell. Yep. Just good show. I love it. <laughs> Simple as that. Uh, as well, guys, uh, give our Twitter some love, man. You can find us on Twitter at hockey sgpn. We're gonna start throwing out some fun stuff on there. You know, we'll. We'll be talking shit, doing little shit posts. We'll be doing some polls, uh, you know, little clips from the show, all that cool jazz, man. So uh, give some love to the Twitter. That's hockey at, or sorry, at hockey at GPN. Uh, speaking of Twitter, guys, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Martin. You can find me at the park. Drinking beer and feeding the ducks because Friday night will be quacking like the best of them. <laughs> oh, quack!